Hello, BrainTap Nation. Let's uh, let's welcome to the podcast here today, uh, Dr. Mark Bartlett and Dr. Hans Parge. Am I saying that right, Hans? I'm not sure. Yes, that is correct. And you're with you're. We're going to be talking today about some revolutionary technology that's been around for a little bit, but I don't know if, if our doctors at BrainTap have ever heard about it. And so we're always looking for ways to not only help us to know the state or condition of our clients or patients, but also then what can we do about it? And you have a piece of technology that is really revolutionizing the way people can do this and it's so simple and easy. So I don't know if it's Mark or Hans, which one wants to take off first and just explain a little bit about yourself first and then tell us a little bit about this technology we're gonna be discussing today. Please, Mark. Okay, love to. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you very much, Patrick, and nice to meet you. Um, my background is actually in immunology and cell biology. And so for a number of years, I've just, uh, I've always just been more fascinated with natural products than drugs per se, because in general, that's where the drugs come from, right? It, they come from nature, some structure in the plant kingdom. And so uh, uh, this is kind of historically what I've been interested in. Um, I worked at the National Cancer Institute for a while, the same kind of approach, looking at, uh, you know, using uh, as far as possible, the natural plant compounds to improve human health. They're bioactive. And so uh, about 25 years ago, I joined uh, a company in Utah uh, called NuSkin that was also very interested in furthering research in the area of these phytochemicals. And, uh, you know, that's really the background and that's will lead in later to our discussion on this technology. Great. Can you tell us a little bit, I mean, when we're, we're talking about this biophotonic scanner, we're, we're really big into light here in photons and things like that. So that really catches my attention. But when we talk about the origins of this, I mean, we're learning so much about how we can figure out the body without having to go inside the body or perform surgeries and different things like that. So tell us a little bit about the origins of this. So who invented yeah. it, when, why, and all of those things. Yeah, great. So um, we became aware of this technology around 2003, so a fair while ago. There is a physicist and an engineer working at the University of Utah in the Division of Bio-Optics, and uh, they had association with the Moran Eye Institute. So, you know, we understand that, you know, part of the way that the, the eye focuses and picks up light uh, to turn it into image, of course, you have this part of the, the you know, the, the back of the eye called the macula. Um, and uh, it turns out that, of course, uh, some of the, the light, which is sort of more in the blue range, which is higher energy, actually can have a damaging effect as part of vision. And uh, so the, the eye has adapted and evolved uh, to... Uh, basically fight those free radicals that are produced with these chemicals from nature called carotenoids. So uh, the Moran Eye Institute was very interested in uh, age-related macular degeneration, one of the leading causes of blindness uh, amongst uh, adults. And uh, so they really wanted to be able to uh, measure carotenoids in the macula because it turns out there is an association. Low levels of those carotenoids are sort of have a higher degree of association with, with uh, aging of the eye. So, uh, you know, how do you measure that non-invasively? Uh, and this is where the uh, physicists in this bioptics department started to look at light then. And they uh, used Raman spectroscopy. So this is a type of spectroscopy that's been around a long time. You use a laser, a narrow bandwidth of light. And when uh, you get the right frequency around 470 nanometers, then it interacts with the carotenoids in the eye and they uh, basically a vibrational frequency then is emitted and it's in the green spectrum. 
So these physicists learned that with low power laser, you can non-invasively measure these carotenoids in the eye uh, just by measuring the, the depth of the green light. So um, that's where it began. And uh, you know, it's, uh, it, to this day, the Moran Eye Institute uses that technology for, for looking at the, the eyes. That's great. When, when we're talking about this, this technology, can you tell us a little bit about what it measures? I mean, maybe even explain some of those terms because I don't know if everybody understands what a carotenoid is and all of these other yeah, things. Okay. We have a, yeah. a lot of people out there. I mean, I know that when you're in the business, it's you kind of can throw out some of those big terms and people just get them. <laughs> but uh, we might have some of our, I mean, I know, our, I'm sure our doctors probably understand it, but a lot of other people need to know about this as well. So Yeah, okay. Well, it really starts with, uh, with nature, right? We know that um, it's interesting how we've evolved. Some of... Uh, you know, we have vitamins and minerals that we need. They're essential. And the reason is because our body has lost the ability or has evolved with the plant kingdom so that we no longer build those, right? So, you know, um, a lot of animals can create their own vitamin C from the food they eat. Humans have lost that ability. So vitamin C then becomes a, you know, something that's critical. Um, in the plant world, there are lots of pigments. So, uh, you know, you've got purple pigments and things from berries. You know, here's uh, some purple corn that I just happened to have on my desk. It's purple because there's a pigment in there called anthocyanins. It has a particular structure. Um, carotenoids are an interesting class. They're the orange, the yellow, and the red that you would find from your fruits and vegetables. So the tomato is red because of a carotenoid called lycopene. Everyone knows about beta carotene, right, that you would find in carrots. Um, so these are... Um, they're not just pigments though. In, in our body, they actually became, become a first line of defense antioxidant. Um, so our body absorbs these carotenoids and even the other pigments from plants. And we use them as natural sunscreens in our skin and also to protect our body from uh, free radical damage. So that's what carotenoids are. And what we're talking about here is um, the ability to measure that class of molecule in the body. And, and people might ask, well, why is that important? Uh, it's interesting because you can't view any of these. You know, vitamin C is an antioxidant, so is vitamin E, and these carotenoids are a class. It turns out that they're actually part of a network. So you don't just need one, but you want a network of these working together. And the carotenoids are kind of a first line of defense. They're like the pawns in a chess game, uh, you know, right on the front line. Uh, very important for human health, it turns out. So when you're when we're dealing with this um, in a doctor, this would be at a an office or a clinic where people would would do it. Now, explain to me from what I remember, they put their hand into it. Is that right, or is it their eyes? Yes. Um, so now now let's talk about why we were interested. So you know um, the company that I'm working for is we're not specializing in eyes or disease. We're just looking at health and wellness. So uh, when we came across this technology, we thought well. Um, well, first of all, it was in a sort of a, a lab. It was a four foot argon laser, uh, required liquid nitrogen to cool it. It was certainly not a technology that was available readily to the public. But we, uh, we investigated and we thought, well, let's look at carotenoids in the skin because they reflect the antioxidant uh, uh, sort of status of every individual. And indeed, uh, around 2004, Svilas and his colleagues in Uppsala, Sweden did a study and they asked the question, if I was to look at a biomarker to indicate the health of your, your antioxidant nutrient system, uh, what would be the best one? And they basically determined, wow, these carotenoids represent the others really well. If you have a good level of these carotenoids in your skin, then it probably means you have good vitamin E status, vitamin E status, and these other uh, 
you know, polyphenols and things that exist. So we became very interested in the skin. We did a series of experiments that required a little more power for the laser. Um, but long story short, uh, we spent millions of dollars. We were able to shrink the technology uh, and uh, do a lot of validated uh, studies on that technology, which now just requires you to put your hand in front of that um, device. It shines that narrow band with the blue light in, it collects the green and then measures your status and tells you, uh, you know, all sorts of things really about uh, your nutritional status. That's great. Now, for people that don't understand the importance of antioxidants in the system, why don't you just give us a, a little course on that so they understand that? Because that, that term, a, a lot of people, they've heard that there's some damage, but they don't understand what it is or how it works in the system. So why is it important to measure that, in other words? Right, yes. Um, well, you know, you could, I guess there's a couple of ways of approaching this, Patrick. You can talk about sort of antioxidants or you can just talk about healthy dietary habits, but they actually are more closely related than we think, right? So when we talk to school children or um, so the average person, um, they understand that we should be eating lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, maybe we don't always know why, right? But one of the reasons why they're healthy is that they're full of these phytochemicals that help your body to stay healthy. We also know, um, you know, in different areas of discipline, um, you know, this uh, the concept of free radical biology. Lester Packer was one who made it famous. Um, the reason why it's kind of difficult to explain always in layman's terms, because it's really at the intersection of um, subatomic particles and biological systems. Because what you have, a free radical is really just a, a, is an incomplete atom. In other words, it's short of an electron or two. And that makes it highly reactive and therefore it tries to steal electrons from uh, parts of your body like the cell membrane or the dna which then damages it right and uh, so these kinds of particles don't just exist in nuclear reactors but they are parts of unstable molecules that are found in cigarette smoke or even when your body actually uh, in the mitochondria inside the cell is creating energy it's actually kind of splitting uh, molecules and there is kind of a metabolic exhaust. So bottom line then, unstable chemical entities that you really can't avoid in life, uh, but that which aid you, they, uh, they basically interact with your biology. And so your body naturally creates antioxidant proteins. Uh, your body uh, uses things like vitamin C, vitamin E, and the carotenoids to help to balance that so that you stay healthy and, and it impacts the way that you age as well. Yeah. Well, you've already answered a few of the questions I was going to ask next, but let's see if we can go a little deeper with it because you're, you're kind of, that's great. You're going right along with it with what we're talking about here. But when somebody has, let's say they have this damage because of this antioxidants, and I already explained uh, uh, one of the ways that guy said maybe this will help people is like you're running around with two, two tennis shoes in your hand and there's a tennis shoe trying to knock this one out so it can take its place. And so that, that one's just out there like a, like a bully or a troublemaker. But how else does it kind of um, affect the health? How, let's say somebody's out there and I know the doctors can measure it. So what kind of clinics are you seeing use this and then what, are, what is like the symptomology that people might be saying, I wonder if I'm having some, besides premature aging, uh, which is kind of something you mentioned, how else might they know that they're having an issue here? Um, yeah, that's a, you know, Patrick, that's such a good question because it's a little bit like driving your car and saying, well, how do I know if the oil is old or not, right? <laughs> you don't often, it's not always symptomatic. 
and often this is sort of accumulated damage over time and so we tend to focus on health and how well you're aging and that's why i think that this ability to measure it is so key because um, a lot of people wonder well am i getting enough well the bottom line is if you're eating a diet that's rich in fruits and vegetables and a focus sort of on the vegetables these colored things you know your your, your meal your diet should kind of look like uh, an artist's palette lots of color there that means that you're getting uh, a good balance of the protection that you need and we've uh, you know previously you'd have to go to a doctor's office and specifically request hey I'm really curious about my antioxidant status. Can you measure my carotenoids? And it would involve a blood sample, but it would be a fasted blood sample because we don't want last night's meal to interfere with the measurement. So blood uh, and then uh, take it to an HPLC, um, a very expensive test. You might get it back in two or three weeks. And then you'd wonder, well, what does it really mean? Um, so having access to light technology that allows you to measure, it means that everyone can get measured in 30 seconds. It means that we now have uh, huge databases. Uh, 20 million people at least have been scanned now. Wow. We've asked basic questions about your diet and your ex, you know, and your whether or not you smoke and your BMI. And it turns out that uh, you know carotenoids are impacted by whether or not you smoke. Smoking is a you know cigarette free radicals will destroy your carotenoid antioxidant status. You'll see it you know quite low typically. Um, if you're overweight, if you have a high BMI. Generally, that causes more oxidative stress in the body in general, and it also dilutes out these carotenoids, which are lipid soluble, right? So they're usually in the adipose tissue. So you'll see a lower score. Um, then people who are non-smokers, who are slim, um, and who are eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, are going to see a high score. And uh, you know, there's a lot of science. I mean, if you sort of if you do a literature search on carotenoids and human health you'll see all sorts of stuff from, from, you know, very, uh, from neonates through to centenarians and the correlation with human health. So, uh, you know, for me, it's just very exciting to be able to open up this uh, technology to the average person. And what we see, you know, as a scientific exercise, that's kind of interesting for me. But the most exciting thing that Hans and I see scanning hundreds and hundreds of people is how it changes their life because people go, well, wait, my score is lower than I thought it would be. Where should it be? And if I change my habits, will I see it change? And we say yes. And so people change their lifestyle. They change their diets. And that's really where the rubber meets the road, right? Right. No, it's great. I mean, technology is so powerful now. Like you're saying, you might have to wait two weeks to get this test back. <laughs> and then by that time, they've lost their motivation. I mean, <laughs> what's going on here? So money we know now with, with <laughs> quantum medicine, like you're talking about photaic medicine and, and people doing these, we're learning so much about the body and so much about health and how we can do these things. And I want to make sure that people understand this isn't just something you guys made up and did it. You've got study after study. I mean, this is out there. Like you said, you have all these you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people being scanned, correlating it with health. Can you just tell us a few of the different studies? Because I know that our doctors are all, you know, they, they want to make sure that it's it's been tested. And uh, of course, I've seen it. I've seen it out there and I, I know that it's very valuable. But let's maybe you can tell us a few stories about some studies that went on. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the first studies, the one that piqued our interest was uh, in optics letters in 2002. So this was Werner Gellerman and Robert McLean, um, and, and they were the guys that sort of originally pioneered this research and you know, showed their research that you can use 
um, biophotonics or, or uh, Raman spectroscopy to measure non-invasively carotenoids in the eye, which is you know really quite amazing. What a breakthrough! Um, and then subsequent to that, then we've done some studies with them. The first thing that we thought we would do is uh, get you know several hundred people and uh, and compare. We did uh, fasting blood. You know these subjects uh, fasted. We took their blood and then did HPLC analysis to measure the carotenoids. And at the same time did the biophotonic scan and measurement. And then what you do is you kind of set up a graph and you look at the, the correlation coefficient. And we found it to be very tight, about 0.7, R squared value of about 0.7, which in biological systems is a really nice tight correlation. Um, but what we did show that was, you know, with tripl triplicate samples and triplicate um, measurements, that statistically the biophotonics were actually even more uh, repeatable. So we knew that we we're really onto something. Uh, the next study that we did was with about 1300 people. And again, this was a controlled study where we um, did a sort of a validated diet and health questionnaire. And in this then uh, with all of these people, we looked at the correlation between their diets and their habits like smoking and looking at their BMI and just saw a really nice correlation. So if you can imagine a bar graph, you know, the higher the BMI, then the lower the carotenoid score. And uh, the more you smoked, the lower the carotenoid score. And the more fruits and vegetables that you ate, the higher the carotenoid score. So we published these studies. Um, universities and other research institutions soon became very interested. At first, it was kind of interesting how we had to push uphill a little bit. There wasn't Right, hands will remember there wasn't a lot of uh, because it was so new there was a lot of skepticism which is great that's what scientists are, are good for you know prove it to me um, now it's been in the hands of many researchers uh, around the world um, you know at any one time we have probably 20 of these scanners in research institutions that are studying children in the inner city or centenarians in italy um, and uh, you know many publications now i think my bibliography has about 80 published studies now on our particular device. Oh, that's fantastic. And I know that um, we have Hans on here because if the doctors like himself are wanting to use this in their clinics, maybe Hans can, we'll get Hans into the conversation a little bit because a lot of doctors, a lot of times diagnostic tools are just that, that's what they are. But with this, you can actually learn to have this condition and then you can help them or coach them in what maybe would be the solution right? There's a solution if you find these problems, right? Or tell me a little bit about how the business works, Hans, so we can get our doctors to know a little bit about that. Because it's not just something that, because uh, this is something they can charge for, right? They can they can have a ca cash part of their business. So maybe if you can share a little bit of that model with us, and then we'll get uh, Mark to answer a few more questions when we're, we're done. Yeah, so so I, I always enjoy listening to, to Mark talk about health and, and, and the technology, which has become my favorite tool. So to, to your question, Patrick, uh, this is a tool that people can use to monetize health. Now we have a, we have a situation where we're, we're always thinking about how can we fix things? So we've built a whole disease care industry that a lot of people are making a life and a living on with that sort of fix it mentality. This is a technology that allows you, because it, it, it's not supposed to be a medical device. It's not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or mitigate any disease. It is simple, a, simply a scale that measures the concentration 
of carotenoids in your skin, which are correctly, which are correlated to all of the factors that Mark was saying about. So in a practice that's really focused on just fixing and is, and is, is trying to juggle many, many, many tools you know, uh, uh, to fix people who are broken coming in, it's not a tool. Uh, and you get a lot, a lot of, a lot of pushback because really it is a lifestyle improvement tool. So the, the practice needs to have a desire or needs to have a, a, a function in it that is treating patients' nutrition. They're measuring patients' nutrition and then they're open and receptive to a new scientifically proven way to monitor their patients' nutrition and to keep them motivated. Because really, the way I look at it, it is a, it is a, a client acquisition and retention tool doing what most physicians have probably went into medical school in the first place, which is to, to be their accountability partner for their patients. And, and, and the program itself is set up to do precisely that. It rewards those kinds of activities. If you don't want to do those activities, then I would, I would say do not use this tool in your practice. Yeah? But if you are looking at using a revolutionary tool to change the face of public health in America. Now, this is, I think, an awesome, one of the many awesome tools that are available. And I prepared a little, uh, um, if I can share my screen, I prepared a little. Um, sure, do I have to do something here to get? I, I, I think, I, think I, I can share it. You got it. I can, I can go back. So basically, so <clears throat> the, the question really is, do you know your score? You know, and, and I and I and from a public service announcement, uh, uh, that's what I ask people. Do you know your score? <laughs> I mean, we, because if you if you don't, I mean, uh, uh, ignorance is a tyranny. And <laughs> I didn't know my score. I was 19,000, even though my doctor had described my blood work as having an overall very good pattern. My life changed 10 years ago when I knew the score. And that's why I, I you know, it's the old saying, if you're uh, they who are who see the light are forced to share it. So that's why I'm here sharing, sharing the light. But um, I put a little bit of an example here. Um, <clears throat> the benefits, as I mentioned, they're very simple. You improve your patient outcomes and you improve your practice revenue. Uh, so it's really a win-win. Um, obviously, there's, there's, it has to fit in the workflow of the practice. And there are two sources of income. There's income directly from the scanning and there's income from the scanner certified products. Now, in that respect, I would say, okay, there are a lot of good products out there and I'm not, I'm not going to badmouth any of the nutraceutical <coughs> industry's products, but there are very few that have been formulated using this technology. So there are very, very few out there that are going to outperform you know, uh, these pharmaceutical grade products that are targeted to give you that antioxidant and nutritional protection. And the investment, the initial investment is 2650. With, with that investment, you get products that you can use in your practice or sell. And you also get these 300 scan cards, digital scan cards that are required to open up, to unlock the machine. So if you just look at 50 initial scans per month at $20 per scan, because I believe you have to charge for it, Otherwise, it is of no value and people are less inclined to, to take the steps that are required 
you're basically in the first 12 months, you're basically getting back four times your ROI. The products, and I've given an example here of 100 patients on just the classic life pack. The classic life pack, and, 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 and Mark can correct me on this, I believe was the first ever multivitamin, multimineral, phytonutrient supplement that went through a real gold standard clinical trial for LDL oxidation. So if you have 100 patients on classic life pack, then your, 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 your income, your, your commissionable income is about 19,000 a year. Yeah? Now, if you add these two together, if you're doing, a, if you're doing initial scans, uh, 100, initial, uh, 100 initial scans per month or $20 a scan, then that's the income projected. I mean, I'm not promising anything. And mm -hmm. then this is the, 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 the commission income on the certified products. And you can you can make you can do the arithmetic and find out where that goes. There are other bonuses and revenues that are factored into the program that are not in this equation. So I hope hopefully that sort of gives you a simple um, uh, yeah. picture. No, I think that's great. So it's important for people to know that it's not just something that's going to sit in your office in um, gather dust it's easy to use like you i think mark told us it's like a five minute test or less right how 30 yeah, seconds the scan itself is just 30 seconds yeah so you have 30 seconds and t tell us a little bit mark about the reaction of customers or patients and how it helps them to stay compliant i mean toward yeah. their toward their goal their health goals yeah it's it is interesting isn't it i mean i, I i'm not a physician you know um you know my degrees in cell biology i'm, I'm a researcher but I do understand that it is tough to get people to go on a certain regimen, you know, even if they have a life-threatening condition, right? And so it's kind of like uh, people don't change their lives very readily, you know, the, the hearse is backing up to the front door and they're smelling the flowers and then they might change their life. And, uh, you know, there are so many um, sort of things that are preventable if we just, you know, do the right thing, exercise and eat right and, and, and give up some bad habits like smoking. Um, so. You know the reactions that's what i love to see like people that just say well what does that mean uh you know if that's low how do i get it high and and then uh, you say well you, you just make these steps and we can continue to monitor and you'll see changes i think a great example is my teenage children um, when this technology first became available um, you know they were just typical teenagers who ate terrible diets you know pizza or whatever um, Two of my girls came back from school one day and they said, well, there was, you know, we went to buy some shoes and the local running store had one of these scanners and we scanned and, and our scores were not great. Although mine was higher than my sister's, right? So it's immediately becomes a competition. And they became curious about what causes that score to go up because now they're in a bit of a competition with each other. Um, long story short, um, even these teenagers saw the value of changing their diet. And while I'm not a vegetarian, three of my five daughters have become vegetarians because this was a pivot point in their life where they realized that what they eat impacted their health and they could actually see it. They could visualize it with this score that came out of this uh, biobatonic scanner. So, you know, that's where the reward is. You want to see people change their lives for the better. That's great. And, and um, Hans, maybe you can kind of add a little bit here because you've been out there in the field, you know, working with people, getting this into their clinics and, um, the different formats they find. What do you, when, you, when you're saying they're gonna do these 100 scans, how do you see that flow through the office? How does that typically work? So that uh, a, a clinical director or a doctor can be thinking, hey, how can I fit this into, my, is it something the doctor has to do or does, can the staff do it? 
in other words? So it's a very easy scan to perform. Um, the only thing the doctor has got to decide is that that's what he's going to do. That's what the clinic is going to do. And, and, and actually even better that he himself or she herself uh, goes get their own scan and makes the appropriate adjustments, whether it be on the products or not, uh, other lifestyle changes. And then they just then they, they get the, 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 the staff to fit it into the workflow. I mean, if you're coming in, if I go to my primary care physician every year to get my annual physical, uh, I get a blood pressure reading and I get put on a scale. Why can that, why can they, I believe that the scanner should be another, another thing that is just a natural uh, uh, thing that people get put on. Now the question of course becomes uh, on, on, on how do you incentivize the staff? Mm -hmm. so, so there are ways of doing that, but I think that's, that's the, um, that I think is, 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 is a simple way of starting it because really it, it becomes about, it comes to awareness as, as Mark was saying, two of his teenage children said, just, just found out I had a bad score. <laughs> you know, what do I do, Dad? Yeah. I, had, I had a family I scanned. The dad was absolutely awesome. He scanned in the blue. And the children were, they were between 6 and 12 years of age, and the children scanned in the red and the orange. And they asked me, what do I do? And I said, duh, look at Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you know, just listen to what dad said. And the dad said to me, it's amazing for how many years I've been trying to tell my children to eat more color. And here in 30 seconds, you've got that point across. So I think that's why I love love, love the machine as, as that sort of powerful motivational yeah. change. So I'm not sure if this is a question for Mark or Hans, but when let's say that uh, you do the scan, they're coming through the flow, through the office, when do they start to see, let's say they start, they take, uh, we, we're big on supplementation. We don't think you can get it, even if you ate all vegetables and fruit, you're not gonna get everything you need. So they're on the supplement packs you're talking about, they're doing their thing. How soon will they start to see? Cause I know that's motor, I, we have a saying that if it's not measured, we're not guessing, we're, we're yeah. testing. You know, uh, so we wanna, we wanna know what's happening. How soon oh. would you set up for them to come back and get a rescan? Cause like you go to your doctor, I might see him once. I try to avoid him, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he just usually has not very good news. Uh, so I, I, try to, I try to. But let, when when should they come back? Like I schedule my first one. I do my treatment plan. A lot of our doctors have wellness plans, which I think are great. And this could be worked in maybe once a month. They do the scan. What are you recommending as a rescan? Well, let me talk the basic science and then see if Hans agrees with the timing. So I'm not going to give you the precise timing, but I'll tell you what needs to happen. So when you consume carotenoids from your diet, um, you know, and it's interesting, you know, raw fruits and vegetables or cooked, it doesn't really matter. In fact, there are some studies that show that, you know, the cooked tomato actually breaks open the cell and allows um, greater bioavailability of the carotenoids. So however you choose to take your colorful diet, um, you consume it, it gets, you know, those carotenoids then uh, disperse into your blood. Um, but they don't instantly go to your skin because we're measuring it from the stratum corneum. It's just, uh, you know, right in the, uh, the first, I don't know, I can't even remember the measurements, but very close to the surface of the skin. So what has to happen is those carotenoids are exposed to the sort of the basal layers of the skin before they have become the epidermis. And it takes a few weeks for those skin cells, which have now been exposed to the carotenoids and now rich in that nutrient to actually get to the point where they can be measured in the skin. So you can't just sort of 
drink uh, you know a carrot juice the night before your scan it doesn't work like that um, so that would translate to a few weeks um, and Hans can tell you um, how you know when he tells people to come back for their second scan yeah so that's that I love it Mark so a great question Patrick so it's a pretty gutsy performance money-back guarantee that this technology allows Pharmanex to make. And the basic decision people have got to make is when they scan, wherever they scan is, am I going to make a 60-day investment in a scanner certified product that the company guarantees me will raise my antioxidant level protection? And if it doesn't, they will give me my money back. So once they've made that decision, and once they're on the program, the scan card gets attached to the order, which means it's always active in the system as long as the order is active. So I will see my clients once a month to rescan them. Now in, in, in that kind of setting, it really becomes an accountability tool and it sets up the physician and the practice to do exactly what they're supposed to be doing, which is to touch the client on a regular basis so that they're not coming they're not coming scared about the bad news that you you avoid your physician uh, for Patrick but they're getting good news that they're on track yeah so hopefully that answered the question no that's perfect so because we also believe most of our programs are between um, eight weeks and actually we have the 52 week program because it takes a while for people to change their patterns and habits and it'd be great to show um, more absorption of nutrients and um, changing of diet i mean a lot i think the story about the 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 father that could show her their parents or the children after just uh, 30 seconds or whatever, you know, and be telling him the whole life. I think that's the way it is with the patients. They think they're doing the right thing. They think they're eating right. I mean, there's so many things that could educate them. So um, Hans, tell us a little bit about what's the next step, because if they want to know more about this, they're not going to call me and they're not going to call Mark. They're going to call you. So, so tell us a little bit about what's the process you want. We, we put in the, in the, if you're watching this on Facebook, just click on that link. It says myecard.biz and then it's got Hans's link there. You can click on that, get his information. But what, tell us a little bit about the process of discovery. Yeah, so what I would, I would encourage people, you know, as, as Mark said, we are, we are skeptical. There are three stages to truth. There's, there's, there's a total... Uh, what is it? Total disbelief, violent ridicule, and then it was obvious all the time. So, so when we're talking, <laughs> when we're talking to people like ourselves that have that have a science background, we need to go through those two steps, those three steps. Uh, hopefully, we make it to step number three, uh, and not just go back and forth between one or two. So, I would I would encourage people use the link, set up a set up a Calendly uh, thirty minute uh, uh, chat uh, on Zoom. And I and then I can I can find out whether it actually is something that they want to do, whether 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 you know what whether the steps involved because they're really simple steps. You, the step is you commit, yeah, and then and then you tell your you tell your practice this is what you're doing, and then you implement, uh, and 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 the program is set up very very easily to get that sort of monetary benefit while you're improving your patient outcomes, and most people will see some improvement. Uh, over, I mean, again, not making any medical claims. You know, I've always, you know, Mark has a wonderful m mantra that says, it is truly amazing what the human body 
and its immune system can do when provided of all the nutritional building blocks that it needs. So the question is, how are you providing? And how do you know quickly and objectively that you're providing for yourself and for your family? So what would you say the training cycle is uh, once once somebody commits and they get their scanner, what does it take to learn this technology? You know, because it's simple, I would say you know, it can't be more than an hour. But then, you know, there is a huge resource. I am the resource to make sure that they get everything that I know how to work and maximize the ROI on the scanner. Right. So, so it's one good. Yeah. And Hans is just one of a team of uh, yeah. thousands across the U.S. that okay. are doing the same kind of thing, right? And so, uh, you know, um, I guess if you if you get those details, you know, uh, just look up Pharmanex, and uh, you know, we'll be able to help you. We also okay. can help you with technical questions too, right? So I have a team of people, and uh, we have a team of PhDs, and we always welcome questions. Or I feel like you, you know, if you need to dig deep, we have uh, all the uh, technical information that you need. Uh, you know, rather than, you know, with some opportunities, you kind of dig a little deep, you scratch the surface and you realize there's not much there. Um, we like to think that uh, as deep as you want to go, we'd love to help you. <laughs> if you're, I'm going to encourage everyone out there that's watching this. If you made it this far, click on Hans's link, spend the 15 to 30 minutes going over, find out if this is for you. This could be the one thing, I could see many applications in the clinic for it. Even it could be a revenue generator just to the fact that you could give out invitations for people to get scans if they bring in a family member or a friend. It would be another reason for them to come visit your clinic. And people love these kind of tests. You know, they, they love figuring out, you know, you could say, hey, my score was whatever, and then let's see what yours is. And like you said, the competition, I could see this being like, Tuesday night, scan, scan night. Anybody that comes in before seven o'clock gets a free scan. And then you get to show them your clinic. I mean, this is the day and age that, um, you know, we need some kind of guerrilla marketing, if you will, something that's different than, than other people. And I think this would be great. And then you could have a conversation about it. I mean, I think you could do a group setting, everybody gets scanned, you go, you don't, maybe don't share everybody's data, but you share the, in general, what they're learning, set them up. I think that this could be a great recruitment tool for, for people because, I mean, anything that's measurable, there's a number of people that are gonna wanna do it because taking vitamins and supplements sometimes is almost like voodoo. You know, everybody needs it and a lot of people are using, and, I, and I'm a firm believer of like uh, kinesiology and things like that if, the, if it's done correctly, but personally, I can't do it right, so I can't use that. But having a device like this, you know, where, you know, you can do it, uh, I think is a very powerful tool. So I'm gonna give you each a, a chance to just give us your uh, ending remarks or what, what do you wanna to say to uh, BrainTap Nation to get them to take action and start using this to, to validate the nutritional programs they have. Well, my last word would be, um, you know, I love science. I'm obviously a science geek. As you reminded me when we first started, uh, can you use smaller words on some of these things? But uh, but but I but this uh, technology has changed the way I view the world uh, simply because I see that science doesn't change lives very much. It doesn't motivate people, but emotions do. And what we have here is a, a collision between science and emotion that just works so beautifully to help be a force for good in the world. That's great. And Hans, what's your last? I mean, 
I am I'm as excited about this technology 10 years on as I was 10 years ago. I see it as a tool to really and now now is it is is a really critical time to focus people on their lifestyle. And and really in the in the hands of dedicated professionals of all kind of sick and healthcare persuasions, it can change I believe it can change the 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 profile of health in America. Because if you if if we have got actionable data, then there's a good chance free will is still there, but there's a good chance that we will act on it for our own benefit. Right. Yeah, and, and I think people want to know there's an outcome. You know, too many times they take a supplement for six months and they go, "Well, I don't really feel any different," because they don't have any way to measure if there's any difference. And our personal experience, although it can be valid in and interesting is not always scientific enough to to know that there's something to to go from there. So again I'm going to encourage everyone get on the phone with Hans, spend the time like I did, learn about the technology, order it, get it into your clinics. Let's start measuring, testing and providing they have a if you do, if you're not already convinced with your supplements you can see how they're working this is one way he can validate it and then they have some solutions for that too if you're i mean probably 50% of our doctors are doing no supplementation so uh and i we we're big believers in that cuz you can't uh, we know you can't get your nutrition for, totally from the grocery store you can get a lot of good stuff there but you can't to get it uh in the direction you want so i want to thank you both for spending your time here with the with this special edition of the business journal podcast which we we did live with facebook and we're going to send it out as a as a blog post and and other things so thank you for your time this is it's always great to get out there and uh, even though it's been around for a while i think a lot of people don't realize the benefits of this kind of technology so we just need to spread the word get it out there and get people to take action so thank, thank you. you thanks for inviting us thank you yes it was awesome thank you patrick